BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Man, you know, you. how about a retweet? Jeez, gee whiz. You know, the show's up and running. Maybe you guys didn't see it. I tagged both of you. 275 people saw it in the last 40 minutes, so maybe you two didn't see it. You're off the hook if that's the case because nobody Bro, I, I, Well, I, I thought you were, you were getting yourself verified. I am. Yeah, we need to talk about that because I tried to do it uh, at the end of the show yesterday. And ran into a roadblock. And I'm wondering if you had the same issue. Your driver's license. Yes. Well, I used my driver's license as my photo ID. And I uploaded it and did all the things they told me to do. And it said, you know, pops up. This window pops up saying that this could take about 30 seconds. Well, 10 minutes later, nothing happened. Right. Yo. So, like the program never moved on to the next step. If there was a next step, it never said that I was denied or anything. It just was frozen. Yes. Did the now, same thing happen to you? It didn't it didn't freeze for me. What happened was it wouldn't accept my uploads. So I scanned my driver's license. I took just a picture of my driver's license with black background of my table underneath it. Neither way would it accept my driver's license. So I thought I was SOL because it wouldn't take my picture. It actually took your picture. Well, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't not take it, but it, nothing happened. No, that's what I'm saying is ultimately it didn't accept it, but it didn't give you an error message. It gave me an error message every time I tried to upload. Okay, so you, you, that's as far as you've got. No, you, no, you, no. Oh, you got around it. Au contraire, mon frere. And by the way, you guys are wearing the same shirt. Is, there, is this uniform day and I was not <laughs> notified? Now, do you have any type of uh, stuff on your tee or, or your, your shirt? Yeah, yeah. Omega Sapphire, yeah. It's Omega Sapphire t-shirt, see? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's Lilac Tuesday here on the show and I was not <laughs> it's, informed. It's purple, man. Purple. Purple, purple. It's more like Lilac. Yeah, it is <laughs> Lilac. It's, I'm it's, okay with Lilac. Lilac. Yo, you got that Lilac? You know what that is on the street, right? No. What is that? Hey, 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 you want that lilac? <laughs> hey, Here we go already. Oh, boy. Hey, hey I got that lilac. You I think somebody walk- was already on the street this morning. I was on the lilac earlier. Yeah, I figured. All right. Well, well, no, here's where 
I actually have to thank Matt Mullen. So I don't know how you went about verifying or going through the process of being verified. I went through the journalist journalism mode. That's what I used. Okay. So then it asked for three bylines to verify who I am. So I gave the most recent of the three bylines at Philly Voice. And then instead of providing my driver's license, I was able to provide a link to my bio, which is basically the homepage on Philly Voice. So I had had to have Matt Mullen switch around my bio on Philly Voice to include my Twitter, because that's what Twitter would look for is a verified page with a verified bio that has a link back to your Twitter. So I got through the process. I don't have any of that, so I guess I'm not going to get verified. Well, what what means or method did you choose after journalism to to verify that you're a journalist? I put up there uh, the link to the Sports Map Radio page for the middle, uh, with my name on it. Yeah, and I put up uh, a link to some, I think, a Philly Voice article announcing the start of our show. Okay, when we launched the show. Mm, I think I, that I might know. have been by Matt Mullen. Correct. Yeah. You need another way outside of bylines to verify who you are. Can you can you prove that you played in the NFL, maybe? Is, is <laughs> no, there, I like, cannot. Is there anybody that looks like you that we could Photoshop if Barrett has access to, like, their ID or something? <laughs> hey, man, you know, I remember a linebacker that I played with back in Detroit. Looks so much like you, Harry. Yeah. All you need is just a Photoshop. No, I, I I don't think that's possible. You know, right. I think it's kind of BS anyways. I mean, who doesn't know Harry? You know what I'm saying? Anytime you guys are world world renowned. You know, well, it's I, mean, travesty. I, I love how they have to verify that it's got back to your Twitter. Right. You yep. know? Well, it's Twitter. They that's what they want. They want to return it back to us. Yeah, so so it's terrible. Cross all the T's, dotted all the I's. What what's the problem? Problem is, is that I think this is all a ruse. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. People are going to be verified through all of this, and it's going to be sorry. We were overwhelmed and mm-hmm. overinundated with yeah. it. We can't verify everybody. I'm sorry. I think it's all BS. Yep. And I'm going to be stuck here with my lilac shirt looking around like an idiot. Well, you, lilac looks pretty good on you, bro. I know it looks damn good on me. So. Well, you didn't That's even think it was lilac. You thought it was purple. Well, yeah. it is purple, but I'll just go by what my partners are saying, you know. So you, okay. you guys are my guys, so I'm going to go by what you're saying. Well, I might be colorblind. Well, lilac is a version of purple. I thought lilac was a flower. It is. It is. And it I didn't know it was a color. A, a light purple flower. By the way, AJB <laughs> is right. Eight now for ten last night on those player props. Oh, you want eight for ten? All because I used that site. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now. On the Got it right on Mellow. Radio. Yes, Muhammad. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, <laughs> and Harry May. I welcome in a Tuesday morning for you, and we have a dark horse candidate. Did you know that? We Who's have, that? It's not Brooks Kepka to win the British Open. It's not Phil Mickelson to win. It's not the Philadelphia 76ers to win the NBA Finals, although I wouldn't even consider that dark horse at this point outside of Brooklyn and maybe the Clippers. They should be, although people want to argue Milwaukee. I get it. We have a dark horse candidate. For what? 
for Julio Jones to be traded to Philadelphia. Oh, God. And let the madness begin. Uh, just what they need. Let and it- I'm going to say it. And I'm going to start it off. I'm going to start off by saying this. Number one, we can't afford it. Number two, he wants to go to he wants a to team win. that can compete yeah. and try to get a, a, a ring. So those two alone will keep him from coming to Philadelphia. Who's making this link? Uh, I saw it with Brandon Lee Gowton publishing it on Bleeding Green, so somebody must have said it in a report. And now let the madness begin. And And here's the reality of it. Look, they do have a bunch of first-round picks, so I guess technically from a draft pick standpoint, they could pour a bunch into this deal with Atlanta, as ridiculous as that. Why would you want to give up your first-round pick for a 10-year-old, 11-year-old wide receiver? Doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. It's moronic. But, you know, I did say it about Carson. Where is he at now? So maybe if I say it this time, it'll work. Because there's no way that he can come to this team. Because number one, he's looking for more money. And we know the Eagles have no money to give him. Number two, the Eagles have no way of winning double-digit games. So why would he come here? He wants to compete. This is a bridge year, man. Yes. Peter King said so. (laughs) That's what I wrote in uh, Philly Voice today. It's a gap year. Jeffrey Lurie and Matthew Roseman are taking the year off. They're going from... They're going to (laughs) go to Europe and hike. Exactly. I even uh, referenced that. I said, look, if Jeffrey Lurie wants to backpack across Europe... Right. Stay in youth hostels throughout Germany and France and take their Euro pass or Euro yourself. Absolutely. Just be honest with us. That's all. Tell us what you're doing, and and that's what you're doing. All right, we're back at three. I mean, that's that's it. I'm trying to find out who specifically made this link in the CBS... Sports, they're listed in the CBS Sports Report. Eagles, if you're looking for a dark horse outside of these teams, I've seen the Eagles around 10 to 1, and you can never count them out this kind of a move. That division is no monster team. They're kind of retooling under a rookie head coach. They're always eager to make trades to add talent. Here is the biggest problem with what I just read. And it's not even so much. And look, Jason LaConfora is a good reporter. This is not personal. But this is what happens when you normalize to the point of just having Jason LaConfora and other people who don't understand where odds are, that's like going to the global market and seeing the next odds for president and taking John Cena at 50,000 to one and putting an article about this. Right. As, I mean, as, that is a serious exactly, option. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to balance out yeah. reality with odds when you're talking about it. And and that's what he did. He based this whole paragraph on how high the Eagles were at some point to then justify them being a dark horse candidate. But then back to Barrett's point, that devalues Barrett and others who are making the realistic point and connection, which is there's no way in holy high hell that the Eagles are going to make this deal. So why even bring that up? The money's not there. The money's just not there, man. I mean, he wants a new deal. That's the only reason why he wants to get traded because he doesn't want to um, to play under that contract. Well, he I wants think, to get out of there. I think it's also a fact that he sees the end of the of the finish line is coming, and he'd like to get an opportunity to go somewhere, latch on to a team that might be able to win something. We'll put it like I this: think he it's has both. more of an he has more of an opportunity to do that with Atlanta than with the Eagles. I think that really. I don't oh, think yeah, he's got a chance in hell of winning a Super Bowl in the next two years in Atlanta. And 
And in Philly. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think his chances are any any worse. Right. But they're not better. Well, I mean, the quarterback situation is better because he's a proven guy. He's been there a long time. We don't know what's Hurts. I know Hurts is going to be okay. Right. But still, we know Matty Ice is going to be that dude. He's going to be able to sling it around a little bit. You protect him, he'll make that offense roll. Defensively, they suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really suck. I just don't know what our defense is going to be. Plus, they got what? Tampa in their division. Right. Well, yes. There you go. If I'm Julio Jones, enough said. Right. (laughs) If I'm Julio Jones right now, I'm trying to get a Super Bowl ring because if you add that ring to his resume, you can have an argument about being a top wide receiver, a not the right, a top wide receiver in the history of the game. Correct. Right. And a gold jacket. Absolutely. Yeah. If he isn't already. Right. Yeah, he is already. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Let me come at it with you guys from a different way real quick, because you know what's happening here in this city right now. There are plenty of people that are making a mistake by driving to content that is simply being produced by idiots on the phone demanding that the Eagles make a deal for Julio Jones and give up multiple first round picks. So instead of doing what is the obvious, and I already see it on Twitter accounts representing those shows and earlier in the morning as well. So I get it. We've all, the three of us have done this way too long in this city to be naive to what's happening right now. When you have a report like that, or at least the thought like we came out from Jason LaConfora about, well, a dark horse candidate, Mm -hmm. but let me come at it a different way. This is why I wrote the Eagles are continuing to slap us in the face at the same time benefit from that slap in the face by just not coming out and admitting what this year is. Because you can't this late in the season, offseason, right, preseason, pre-preseason, you can't come out with a head coach and say everybody is up for competition, even though we know that's a lie. Mm-hmm talking about the quarterback and then be all in on a guy in Julio Jones. How does that make any logical sense where you expect us to believe that the quarterbacks are still competing, but you're going to make a huge deal for a wide receiver for to help a position where you technically don't even know who's going to start. The point being is that the Eagles are trying to have their cake and eat it too by not committing to guys and openly with the optics admitting that this is a rebuild, retool, all that crap that is associated with the rebuild, while not saying that, still able to be involved in ridiculous, nonsensical conversations like, oh my God, Julio Jones is on the market. The Eagles should trade for them. And guess what? The Eagles are being talked about today more than the Sixers, more than the mm-hmm. Phillies, more than the Flot. No. Which is, which the Sixers. Is, which is BS, you know, because we, we're, we're going into a game in which, you know, it should be a, a total and utter blowout. You know, right. let me just put that out there. This should be a blowout. This game should be a blowout. We shouldn't play around. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at other teams are handling business right now. Jokic went out there and balled. You know what I'm saying? Even going against a guy like uh, Damian Lillard. Well, they found a way to defend ball. Damian Lillard in the second half. Well, he scored he 32 was... of his 42 in the first half. <laughs> first, yeah. yeah. Bro, he was shooting from like, he, like, 
five, six yards behind the yeah. yard. Come on, man. Yeah. Come and on. Milwaukee, what did they score? Uh, 46 in the first quarter? Three. Crazy. And threes. Yep. That's, again, Barrett, you're going to hate this, but you cannot trade twos for threes. You can't, You're going to get cooked. And Milwaukee is it, – it, look, it's Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn. You've, you've got three guys that are just monsters, and you have to deal with that. It's a completely different dynamic. But the problem with Milwaukee is that if they're knocking down threes, they do have the size, and they do have the ability on defense to get a stop or two. And that's what really – like, Embiid well, can't miss a shot. If Milwaukee's no, well, on point like that, Embiid can't that. miss a shot. And it's no, also okay. guys on their bench that are doing it. It's, it's Forbes and Connaughton. It wasn't even out at a Kumpo and, and company. Middleton, I think, hit three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was guys you couldn't even pick out of a lineup were, were knocking these things down. Bro, they, they're that's not going to play like that all. But look, they're not going to play like that all, you know, all playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they call lightning in a baller right there. In fact, I think they used their, their, their uh, what do you call it? Uh, they used their mulligan too early. They should have used that mulligan later on. That was a mulligan game right there. They won't shoot like that ever again, bro. Not Ooh. in this playoffs. No. They've shot well. They've shot well consistently. They, bro, they're, not scoring 40 some, they're not scoring 40-some points in a quarter. Not again. Period. Wait a second. They Game one has been the anomaly if you look at what Milwaukee was, was doing and, and consistently doing as far as scoring points this year. That's That's – at least based on what they were doing, that was the anomaly. If you look at the last two games, it's way more of what Milwaukee has been doing recently by getting guys. And look, they don't normally go as deep as they did in the playoffs last game just because they were up by so much against Miami. But that's what I would say is game one seemed to be more of the anomaly. And what's different is that in years prior, they would have lost that game. But they found a way. To, that's what scares me, Barrett, is that they can play bad and still find ways to win. So, yeah, you're right. Even if something regresses to the mean, they find ways to win even when they play bad. Brooklyn, just because they beat up on bad comp, the Sixers worry me about playing down. We, I'm with you. We cannot see another close game. This has to be a nine-and-a-half-point cover on Wednesday at least. Yes. It's, I mean, come on. We have to. It has to be. I mean, things are just – Things have to line up the right way. They got to start playing playoff number one seed basketball, not just playoff ball, but number one seed basketball, not just being in the playoffs and being happy with being in the playoffs. I want to see number one seed style playoff basketball. You know, without that, that means teams are going to have a little hope. And that's, that's one thing. That's one thing that, you know, teams like, you know, uh, the Bucks are doing, you know, they're going to go out and make sure that you, you you don't have a sense that all right I can come back. They put their foot on the on on, on the snake's head and that's it. This this Sixers team needs to do the same thing. You know, there's something about stepping on the court and knowing that you're gonna lose. I've seen it in in, in Cat's eyes before when I was playing. When I played for the Steelers, bro, every time we stepped on the field, I can look in people's eyes and see. All right, hmm. we're about to get our ass kicked. Let <laughs> me go ahead and just go ahead and take this ass kicking. You know what I'm saying? And 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 go on about my day. You know, people do have that. You know, teams do have that type of sense when they go on the field. They know they're going to win, and the other team will feel it, and they know it. Until they start playing playoff basketball, this Sixers team will ha- find it hard in the fourth quarter and have to come back or either, you know, keep a guy from getting, you know, 
getting a push and, 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 and going out there and scoring double digit points to get them in the fourth quarter. We can't have that. It needs to stop right now. Well, playing number of, one seed basketball. Speaking of that, that won't take place until Wednesday night. And I know right. we got Amy Fadul coming on today to talk about it. But will the Lakers do that tonight to the Phoenix Suns? No. No. Phoenix has been waiting. And, and I think what a lot of us, us, not necessarily you two, but me and anybody else out there on the stream, got caught up in is the idea versus the reality. The idea that, oh, man, L.A.'s ready and good to go versus the reality that they're, they're just not fully healthy. And that's not an excuse because we're talking about betting. That's an advantage. And look, until proven otherwise, the Suns did a number on Anthony Davis and the Suns are a cover monster at home. <laughs> so I, I look, you think I'll, they go up 2-0 tonight? I do. I think they go up. 2-0. I hope you're right. And, and look, there's nothing better than the narrative of one of the best players ever with this back to the wall, yeah. heading back home, all of the excitement, because then, you know, people will watch. And, and it mm -hmm. is like, oh, is this it? Is this it yeah. for L.A.? I, yeah, I'm, look, I'm going to take the two points at home with Phoenix, but you do as you wish. Even the total seems a little low at 209 and a half. I, like well, I hope you're right. I like Phoenix. I hope they I, I like down Phoenix tonight. too. I, I just think they're, at this point, they're a better team than that Lakers team. Um, you know, it's not, he's not a, totally healthy. So since the best player in the game is not totally healthy, He's not going to play up those expectations. Well, is he still the him. best player in the game? Well, I think he's still the best player. Yeah, in the game, he's yes. one of them. He's yeah. one of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, I think, yeah, you can make the argument. That, KD. Well, here's the problem. I mean, Anthony Davis, if he has another one of these games that he had in game one, then first off, I think we need to reevaluate DeAndre Ayton on an all defensive team. Mm -hmm. And second, what the hell, man? Like, how do you have two games in which you disappear in the first round as a defending champ? Like, we put you on that level of the Dwayne Wades and the famous number twos. Like, we said LeBron and AD, and that was the dynamic duo. And now this is it. I'm just saying, if you have another game where you disappear, as much crap as LeBron's going to get, I mean, mm -hmm. man, pile it all on Anthony Davis. I don't see it, man. Well, all of LeBron's friends in the media will pile on Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah, right. sure. nothing wrong with that. LeBron's <laughs> for sure. savvy PR man. He knows. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, make yeah. sure you ask AD about yeah. what went wrong in the third quarter. Come on, you're telling me that you never did that, Barrett? You missed the block. Here comes the microphone in front of your face in the scrum, and you know, oh, man, I'm going to have to answer. You got Rob Motti from the Associated Press with a mic in, in your face. Ask Because he's – and all the people that are watching the game, you know. Uh, you tell me what Barrett on that missed block there in the third quarter in which the quarterback took a heavy hit. So you know it's coming. So maybe right right beforehand you say, hey, uh, you know, Guy McIntyre missed this block, man. It was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't me, man. Yeah, you might want to ask Guy about yeah. what yeah. happened here. Have Harry Mays come to me. Yeah. Hey, um, Barrett, um, I hate to do it to you, but uh, <laughs> right. in the third quarter. <laughs> you want to preempt that, man. Come on. No, well, see, I don't I don't think that um I don't I don't think that you look at LeBron, he's not that type of coach. I mean, well, coach slash player slash GM slash whatever you want to call him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's he's partial owner of the league or, you know, whatever you want to call him. He's not that type of leader. He's not going to go to guys and be like, you know, hey, you know, come on, we need to step it up. Because he, he he feels like AD knows that he needs to step it up. You know, he, he has a ring now. There's certain expectations that, you know, that have to be fulfilled to be on uh, uh, LeBron's team. So 
He's going to go out there. He's not going to say much to him. He's going to let him go out there and redeem himself. Now, if he doesn't redeem himself, they may have a conversation then. But it's not like, you know, what, what Michael Jordan was. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that type of party. You know, Michael being your face during the game. Hey, man, where you at? You know, I don't I don't see you. You know, you, you, you're disappearing on me. You know, he's not that type of player. Yeah. I think that, he, you know, AD knows what he has to do. And he'll come out there and try to execute like he should have done in the first game. Now, according to the stream here, Slimer91 Fleetwood says the Eagles have just made another signing. A, I'm uh, tired of defensive tackle. I don't want any more defense. Named Willie Henry. Yeah, he I, was, I've seen him play a little bit. You he know, he's with the Ravens, and, and I think he spent time with San Francisco last year. It says, at least according to his football reference, but it also says his team is the Houston Texans on his football reference page. So I'm confused. Uh-oh. Right. I hate to do it to it's you. It's not good yeah. when you're signing a guy who you don't even know where he played or where his most recent stop is. Like you're trying to find out advanced right. metrics. He started good. in Baltimore yeah. and actually started three games for them. Right. Yeah. And he has on. the nastiest number in the world, also. 69 is just not a good number to have. Well, I, thought you know that what I'm I thought that's like an offensive lineman number. That is an offensive lineman number. When you're a defensive yeah. lineman with a 60-something, that yeah. means you're not you're not worthy of being a, a, a you know top-notch right. guy where you can have a 90 number. They're giving you that jersey knowing that they're probably getting it back in August sometime, <laughs> yeah, right? Great call. That's a great call. You know, Harry? You know, you know, you know when you're just a guy, man. You know, <laughs> When you're a tight end, you get 91, right. so you're not going to be here very long. Right, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it is, man. That's he, great. He probably did make a team, but he's just a guy. And yeah. I, I'm, we don't need any more just guys. He's cheap. Anybody we get from this point on is going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right. when you're cheap, you're not necessarily uh, – Camp bodies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You're not necessarily thinking you're going to make the team. You got to go right. out there and, and, and raise some eyebrows in order for you to make the team. Right. To me, he's just a guy. Bot. Right. Not a dad bod, a camp bod. Right, right. <laughs> Be out there, you know, doing your no, thing. This guy has a dad bod. You Is know dad bod still a thing? Yeah. Who yeah. I, got the, I got the ultimate dad bod. Yeah. yeah, but are people referencing that, or did that go the way of on fleek? I, I haven't heard that in a while. Fleek. Dad Mr. Mr. Or, fleek is gone now. Mr. Fleek is with the Jets now. Yeah, he so, is now. Yeah. You're right. Gone yeah. fleek. That's what it's <laughs> turned into. Man, I'm tempted to pop on this under – or pardon me, this over Devin Booker. Devin Booker only has one and a half projected three pointers made tonight. I mean, what is going oh, I'm on? That. You got to go over with that. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You guys got to be a misprint. Yeah. I know. By the way, real quick, just to give a shout as we were looking at the stream there from Slimer 91 Fleetwood, Muhammad Malik with a great point last night about Aaron Gordon. And that was the guy that not only they switched on. Dame out significantly yeah. in the second half, but also they needed some offensive productivity. Now, Michael Porter Jr. was a huge reason for it, but we kind of knew that he and Jokic were going to be the guys filling as much of the void with Murray. You needed a third guy, and that was one of the two that I did not hit last night, was fading Aaron Gordon 10.5 points, but no, well, that was huge right there for him. And apparently he, uh, he volunteered for it. Like, he wanted the assignment. Yeah, but that's what you want. At halftime, yep. so you got to admire that, right? Oh, no absolutely, question. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, that, that was a nice pickup for them. That that move, correct? Yeah, yeah. Where do you come from? Uh, where you came from Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a great it's, move. I remember when they did the trade. You know, we were like, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's good by them. All right, real quick, did somebody send a link to Amy? Of course. 
Okay, just check. It's my guess. I'm going to take care of business, man. Amy Fadul Kane is going to join us. Amy Fadul is going to join us coming up. Another one of my coworkers. 14 minutes, right? And that's really all Harry and I want to know. It's just more dirt. Yeah. You present this image. We have to take a quick one here on the network. But you present this image of, like, clean-cut, great teammate, like, great, happy individual. And then we find out from Derek Gunn, first and foremost, that, I mean, and this is a reporter. This isn't like somebody coming. It's not like somebody coming on TV. You know, Danny Pommels, who is not out Question there. your sources, man. Teams. Danny would rip you, but that's what Danny does, right? He's part of the personality. Like, Amy, you've got a verified journalist coming out there calling you out in Gunner. Amy. Crazy. All right, real quick. We'll take a quick one here. We're back <laughs> in three on the network. It's the middle. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit that notification bell so you're not showing up late to shows each and every day. It's the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Did you send Nyara Andrazak the link too, Barrett? <laughs> Not <laughs> in the postseason next year. <laughs> oh man. 
think it's a blowout tonight? Yeah. They don't play tonight. No, Boston. Tomorrow. Oh, Boston. You're listening to The Middle on yeah. the SportsMap yeah. Radio Network. Presented yep. by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I'm going to throw a couple more at you before we get out of here, but I am I, I do have eyes on one prop and one prop specific. And it's all contingent on what you guys think. It's a nine-point line as I see it here. Brooklyn was awful. Yeah. Like, think about the model. We just saw this model with Milwaukee and a couple of other teams, right? Denver. Game one, awful. Everybody's now, oh, Brooklyn, man. I mean, come on. How could you not blow this team out? They, they're in need time. It's not the same as losing like Denver and, you know, we've seen elsewhere, Utah. Utah. Clippers. Clippers as well. Although that series, I think, should be way tighter than that line um, indicates at least. But, yes, the Clippers you can throw in there. And and now we saw game two. Like, game two is, okay, things kind of come back to normal. And when you're as good as Milwaukee, normal can be, but not always, to Barrett's point, can be just dropping 46 points in the first quarter. I'm thinking that's what's going to happen with Brooklyn tonight, where it's just there's no way we'll see them play that bad two games in a row against a team as bad as Boston. Right. You're absolutely right. I, I mean, think they had get- blowout potential involved tonight. There will be. Yeah, I agree. But does that mean it's going to happen in the first quarter? Not necessarily. Yes. Are you trying to fish a first quarter line? Here? Yes, I am. Or the way I, I'm I, doing what you I, normally do. Right. I took the heat last night in the first quarter money line. How'd that work? Did you? Yeah. And I was on another show, a sports betting <laughs> show. And it was like, normally this site is all DFS stuff. So they're branching out into betting. And they awesome. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And they know that I do the, we have Lafayette on from there. Right. Yeah. And um, they know that I do betting stuff with you guys and, and iHeart here. So, um, they're having me just, you know, I was hosting this betting show with two other guys, and and he, th- my big, my big nugget of insight was bringing this first quarter stuff that I worked all season to to master and perfect. And I'm thinking, there's the value. Jump on the heat. And then some guy named Forbes showed up. Unbelievable. And started dropping threes. Uh, exactly. He, he went to, I think he went to Cleveland State. Who? Like, who is this guy? Yeah, where is he nowhere. from? Out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's you know, the thing. Like out of nowhere, <laughs> from out of nowhere, you got RKO'd, bro. Hey, RKO'd. Can we talk about this thing? What's that? We've got we've got a couple of things we need to talk about beyond the Philadelphia Eagles trying to worm their way into this ridiculous conversation about Julio Jones. I mean, my God, somebody from the team should have just shut that. Like, why can't we, we see this? Right? Don't we see this from teams? Why can't somebody in the front office come out and say, I don't know what you've been told, but we're not in the in the sweepstakes for Julio Jones? Like, what's wrong with that? What's Barrett? What's wrong with because they out? they love being associated with this stuff because it keeps the fan base interested and it keeps people talking about their football team during the offseason. It's like out of sight, out of mind. They don't want to be out of your mind. Right. But right. To, to, to both of your <clears throat> And again, I addressed this in the column, but to both of your points, there isn't, think about this, there isn't anybody who owns a professional team in this city of Philadelphia that knows the fan base better than Jeffrey Lurie, and there isn't a general manager that knows the fan base better than Howie Roseman. Point being, they know, it's like a fast-paced, 
high volume restaurant in the middle of Manhattan where you, oh, you know, there's a problem with my soup. Good. Get the hell out. We've got a line of 150 people waiting to come in right now. Go ahead. Leave a bad review. It's not going to work. You can yelp us to death. You know what? There are a thousand people that are willing to take your reservation right now if we go down the list. And they love the soup. The Eagles. Thank you, Harry. They love the soup. Thank you. They'll they'll line right up and say, here, take my money for a soup. This is the best soup I've ever had. Well, you know, that's what comes with being a top top five market. You know, at this point. Uh, you know, Philly is, a you know, the number four market in the country. So because of that, they can do, say and act the way they want to act because they know that good, bad or indifferent Philly fans were going to bitch. They're going to scream. They're going to holler. They're going to cheer. They're going to rah, rah, everything that this organization does. Okay, But that's back to the whole point of and, and you guys agree with it. They know nobody's going anywhere. So just right. come out, just come out and say we're not interested in Julio Jones. What are they going to lose? A, a season ticket holder? Oh, you know what? Some idiot calling up IP in the morning, bitching and moaning that they haven't dealt three first round picks for Julio Jones is going to give up his season tickets? No, we oh. know that's the guy that's actually going to re up first and foremost. What are we doing here? And this might be cynical, but I don't care. The also on the reporters. Uh, part. What better way to get clicks onto your article than to link a couple of big franchises in the NFL that have huge fan bases that are rabid, that are putting their name in there. Oh, 10 to 1, this squad. You know, knowing that every one of their fans is going to be clicking on that article. Wow, did you see this? They might get yeah. Julio Jones. Yep. That's Absolutely. smart by them. That's great work by them. You know, that's just- hey. It's just like LeBron telling that reporter, hey, you know, ask yeah, him, right. Anthony, you know, AD's ankle. Yeah. Before you talk about my 0 for 13 from three, just, just ask him about his ankle. We, we got the king of it here. We got a king of it. Look at Howie Roseman's been doing it for years. I mean, well, at least he did his offseason for sure. Yeah. And he mastered it by getting his quarterback out of here and getting a second and possibly a first round, I mean, first yep. round pick for him. Amy's next. We're back in 60. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Amy. Amy. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going doing? on now? Good morning, How are you? Like it's not morning. But yeah, good <laughs> afternoon. Uh, Twenty-two more minutes, depending on where you are on the planet. 
That's true. Call well, at least Amy didn't wear lilac today because I'd really feel outnumbered. <laughs> That's true. I thought yeah. Barrett might oh. put you got the tie dye on. Got a little bit of lilac down there, Harry. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, there it is. She's See? tied to me. She's tied to me. Still the lone man out, Harry. That's yep. it. So yeah. hey, hey, love, you know, I'm tell you, let me tell you about Amy. She brought me oh, on her real wing. Quick, real quick. We're just so you know, Amy, we're live on our stream right now. So mm-hmm. Philly Voice and Jacob Media. So YouTube, we're, te- yeah. we're technically live. But the radio, we're going to be back in about a minute. So okay, Barrett's going to give me the heads up that technically everything's hot right now. But she, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. She always Barrett doesn't know. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to get into a lot of what Barrett doesn't know. Yeah. Because that is a huge aspect of this facade yes. that is presented on this show. Mr. Teammate, Mr. Up on Everything, Mr. First to Tweet, Last to Tweet, all of this stuff. That, that, you guys just bring up stuff. She's been hollering to me. She's be like, um, Barrett, your mic is live. What's that supposed to mean? All right. Um, your live. bosses may be listening to it. Amy oh. thinks she's coming on here to talk about the Sixers. We all just want to talk about you, Barrett. Yeah. Listen, I know. I know what's what. You've been on there too long. Too long. And here's the thing, blame Gunner for all of this because we had him on one day to talk about the Eagles like six months ago, and it turned into him just airing every single piece of dirty laundry about Barrett. And we were here for a lot. Yeah, why am I sweating right now? There's a lot. Well, because you know it's about to come. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Barrett, you want to talk about our wardrobe? Our work wardrobe is the middle on the sports map radio network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here we go. Here we go. Chander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. <laughs> We're back on the network here. Still live on the stream, of course. Like, subscribe, share the notification bell so you're not showing up late to anything and everything we do, including with our next guest here. Amy Fadul is one of the most visible people in sports across the entire Delaware Valley all over NBC Sports Philadelphia. Brand and post for the 76ers. Thank you. Everything that you do, and I'm sure a better golfer than I know me and probably Harry when it comes down to it, although Harry has shaved some strokes off his game. Barrett, we know, because you'll never bring a one-iron out, and Barrett hits his one-iron everywhere he goes. And Look at Amy on the stream shaking her head in disgust slash disbelief. Maybe that's where we should begin. We are told that you are somewhat of a moral compass for Barrett at work when it comes to social and hot mics and other just etiquette. Can you please get him to take that damn one iron out of his bag? The fact that he even knows what a one iron is, is remarkable. Someone probably just gave it to him and said, hit this as often as you can. And he was like, all right, I'll do that. He probably doesn't know how the other clubs work. He's like, this guy told me one, so I'm going to go with the one. And there you go. He got uh, it free at an outing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else won it and they didn't want it. So right. like, oh, somebody I'll else won it. it and knew they couldn't hit it. So they're like, hey, Barrett, well, take I'm, this. Barrett's like, I'll take that. Like, <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. I don't know how to Bro, play I had the game a, anyway. Yeah. I had a marvelous story, man. Like me and Vice took a hammer, man. And you know, it's a great I don't know if you guys heard it, man. He gave me my first pair of name brand Stop shoes, man. Story. You know, again. And How she turns heard it. Oh my God. So every time I come, I come to work, she's like, Oh, any freebies today? Oh, you got new shoes. Man, right? about can... the freebie. Oh, look at me. Oh, I don't have any shoes. <laughs> so she comes in every time I come to work. What, oh, look at me. <laughs> what Barrett didn't tell about that story is he was 39 when by gave him the shoes. <laughs> That's what's left out. People think he's like 14, 15. He's not. It was literally like 12 years ago. He was already working. See what I'm saying, man. 
See, this is what I got to deal with, man. You know, that she is comes, hilarious. I'm sitting on my desk and she goes, Barrett, this is a phone. This is the Twitter button right here. Oh, you have to don't tweet. Don't even be on your phone. <laughs> so his phone, his phone, I look at it and we have work email. And obviously it's a way to, you know, correspond with people at work. And uh, his people will send out messages. Hey, make sure you send this out. Or, hey, here's like a meeting you need to be a part of. or other. And I'll, and I'll text him. Bear meeting has started. Where are you? I didn't know. I sent you an email. Seven of them. I haven't checked my email. He has checked his email since 2000, maybe 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe 15. So, Definitely not wow. in the last. Well, see, I get her back, year. though. I get her back, though, because I go and I take my work email to her. And I show it to her and I say, hey, look at all these unread emails. And if she oh, she can't, can't she can't take it. It's like, Society, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, this number is huge. It's like 14,000. The number is just, it's screaming at you in the face. Wow. I can't with him, but I do. T- the only thing that I, I tell Bear when we have our meetings is he is not allowed to ask any questions at all because his questions are nonsensical and they they're not even remotely relevant. So whenever we have these group meetings as a whole, I'm like, I text him. I was like, if you ask a question, I will end the meeting immediately. I will literally make everybody hang their teams called Don't ask. and we'll be in person. Do you remember this, B? We had a, I think it was like a, some kind of group training. And I yeah. hear this, this person in the back. And I was like, I literally was slow, like. <laughs> we're trying to get out of there. We're trying to get out too. <laughs> and he like slowly did this, like. He was like uh, Homer Simpson <laughs> disappearing like, into the hedges. Yeah. He was like, what if, um. Because it was about, you know, making sure you, you set the line between, you know, colleagues and, and work friends and whatever else, you know, cross it. And the examples are, and you guys have all been to these things, and they're very helpful, but sometimes they get a little bit silly. They're like, oh, you know, people are like, oh, I can't have a drink with my coworkers or whatever. And then ask the question, what if you are on the road and you're still coworkers, but then you're in the hotel lobby? And I was like... <laughs> What is happening right now? I literally turned around. And I was like, "You better stop talking." Wait a second. I said, all, "I said, what if it's the after, after, after party?" Yeah, and like you hook up like it's some R. Kelly lyric. So, so let me just get this straight, really quick. The guy who refuses to have any detail at all when it comes to checking his email and being prepared for work wants to go in like tertiary oh. detail when it comes to questions about HR and dealing with coworkers on the road at a hotel, which he won't be at probably in another two years. <laughs> I do it just to, it's just to irritate her. I do it just to irritate her because she turns around. It's like if she could. Her eyes could just cut right through me. Like laser beams came out. She'd have zapped me right then, man. There's collateral damage. What about everybody else in that room, Barrett? I know. That's why I did it. Everybody was hot, too. See, this is the facade that we knocked down on this Mm -hmm. show. The people that watch our show, Amy, would never believe that story based on how Barrett presents himself on this show, that he would never be as devious and he would never be as undermining as that to purposely ask a question, to delay a meeting and take over like casualties of war just to get at you. That's not the Barrett Brooks the stream knows. That's what he does every day, all day. That's who he is. That's why I I used to have fun at work, just just to mess with Amy. I know, we do miss you. 
You clearly have a couple of tricks up your sleeve. Okay, so let's Bro. not paint this as you all being the victim here, because I'm sure you get back at him probably two or three times. Oh, no question. No question. I mean, absolutely. All the time. It's just, I have to. You have to, because you got to check him. Otherwise, you you see what happens. He just is out there willy nilly, you know. Yeah. Telling well, stories. he he lets us know like the day before that he's not going to be on the show the <laughs> next day oh. because he's got some <laughs> golf outing or someplace he's got to be. And here it turns out it would be a great place for the show to be. Right, right. And if we had any kind of lead time, we could make that happen and be at this event and and everything. And Barrett's just it's it's like he's just being informed of his schedule the night before everything. The Sixers are in the playoffs day. right now. No, I mean, the Sixers are. You know it. <laughs> the Sixers are in the playoff time. now. Come on, don't now. redirect sure. this to the Sixers. <laughs> we sure have time with Amy to talk about the Sixers and what's going on and and the blowout that we're all anticipating. But don't you dare deflect a segment of quality information about you. Guys, you. See, you guys think that smile right there is just a nice smile? It's, it's devious underneath that, man. I'm telling you, she no, she does things. She does talking. No, you no, 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 no. Thing with your smile on here. Hot meat kettle. Thank you. <laughs> so you know we have a we have a late night show. We have a late night show, and you know everybody has to go out and you know we call it the ride. Everybody has to do the ride, take turns with it. Well, my thing is, I don't read prompter, and, <laughs> and every time she, excuse me. Barrett does read prompter now. Why isn't he? I'm like, how you gonna do me like that? You. That's, so yes, yeah, so Barry tried right to there. get out of assignment. He tried to get out of doing things. So there was like one time where um, I think Derek was live over at the link and his shot went down. And so it was just Barrett out there and he just froze. And I was like, Barrett, you know how to read. Pro I don't know how to read prompter. I'm like, yes, you do. I've seen you do it. I see you do it every single day, every single day. He's like, no, I can't host the show today because you know, I don't know how to read prompter. And I was like, <laughs> Seen you read prompter wow. probably 500 times. So I did. I mapped it in the middle of the newsroom. I was like, Barrett's eligible to do pretty much any show. I've seen him read prompter like, constantly. How did you do that to He's me? like, uh -huh. no, 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 no. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you have work today, friend? No? Okay. Let's go over there. We'll bring 5,000 cookies that are delivered and your you know, grape soda and your uh, Twinkies. Not Twinkies. Uh, Ho-Hos. Ho-Hos. Love them, man. On, remember that? He talks about how you want to really like with grape soda and some ho-hos. Next thing you know, we'll send them <laughs> to me. for free. You believe this, Aton Barrick, shirking responsibilities out of ignorance, claiming ignorance. Yeah, yeah I'm grifter. surprised he didn't hit you with it's my first day. <laughs> oh, it's his first day every day. Yes. Right. Hey, Amy, we're supposed to be talking about the Sixers. I want Go you ahead. To I know. I know. I Go ahead. I got a new poster. Up until like literally two days ago, I still had a poster with Al Horford and Josh Richardson back here. <laughs> I'm so like, glad you got rid of that. I don't know if anybody wow. knows, like, because we were doing this is like a, my little home setup. So we were doing our shows, the, the rise that Barrett's talking about, Sportsnet Central. Um, I was doing it from up here. And for a solid year, I absolutely had Al Horford and Josh Richardson out there. People didn't say anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Go yeah, ahead, Barrett. Go ahead, Barrett. The topic. Oh, I mean, just just look at what's going on right now. I mean, you you got you you've got the Sixers in the playoffs. You know, I'm, I'm telling them they've got to come around and and play like a number one seed. Oh, there oh, he wow. is. What's up? Oh, oh, oh look at that. Look, look at, at this. this. Sean, what's yeah. up? Oh, Sorry, introduce the world to everybody, Amy. 
Exactly. What's going on, man? Yeah. Uh oh. And and they also have a dog named John. Yeah. They have a dog do, named John. That's we awesome. Who you. names the dog John? Sorry. So they've got three Johnny boys. Did. You see the three boys. <laughs> so for years, for That's years, really I try cool. to get them to start call him Sean instead of Shawnee. His name is Sean. He's gonna grow up eventually. <laughs> wow. That doesn't That's sound really right. cool. It'll all be shiny to you, huh? Just, yeah. It'll no, that's awesome. Actually. That, that, that's really cool to see that. We don't get that a lot with guests. No. You know, people showing us inside their lives, their families. So that was really cool. I can't now, believe now, I'm see, up here. Go ahead, B. I'm sorry. Are. You're talking Sixers. Let's talk Sixers. Big no, I mean, Wednesday, NBC Sports <laughs> Philadelphia. Tune in. Now, Sean, Sean's one of Don't miss it. Well, Sean's one of the best producers we have, too, at NBC Sports. You know, he works with me. So I tried to, you know, I don't read prompter to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't believe me either. He gave me a whole <laughs> three pages worth of prompt. You know, right. Barrett, I, I I know you do. So um, we believe anyway. you. <laughs> you have eight degrees. Come on. <laughs> but seriously, you know, we're talking about this. Let's talk about Sixers. Yeah, can we talk about Sixers, please? Yeah, we can. All right, you and Coach up there. You know, you're going through. I think it's one of the one of the um, most monumental playoff series we're going to have. You know, as far as you know, us going down, we might win it all, man. That's what I'm thinking. But we're not going to do that until we start playing like a number one seed. What's right. stopping them from playing like a number one seed in your mind? You know, it's. I talked to Doc Rivers the other day, and I asked him about the layoff. And, and I know that he's not going to put too much credence into it, but there's something to be said. You know, Tobias kind of spoke about it a little bit after the game. And they, and those guys hadn't played together in a week and a half, really, when you think about, you know, the rest towards the end of the season and um, then the, the seven days off during – the play-in tournament. So it was substantial. I was actually quite surprised that the Sixers got the Sunday one o'clock game. I thought for sure they would have gotten a Saturday game given um, how long that layoff was for the one seed. And it's obviously nice to have practice and rest, but in the same token, you want to get a rhythm going. And those guys just couldn't get a rhythm going. You saw that they came out hot. And then when they kind of tried to settle into their offense, they were surprised that the Wizards kept coming. This is a Wizard squad that won 17 of their last 24 games, they finished really strong. I mean, they were kind of left for dead. You're thinking they're maybe that 10 seed, and then they vaulted all the way up. Um, obviously, they got an eight, and then they had to do the play-in tournament. But they're a very good team. And when you have two certified All-Stars, I mean, maybe Russell Westbrook um, for sure is, but maybe Bradley Beal. But you're looking at the type of players in Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. You can't take them lightly. The the ma- matchup that I knew was going to go their way was Tobias Harris because they just they don't have a very good power forward in that. But it was it was interesting to see how they couldn't sustain the punch that the Wizards kept bringing. That maybe surprised me, and I attributed a lot of that to the layoff um, and just need to get their heads out of their butts, I guess, <laughs> um, just for uh, lack of a better expression. And and obviously, you know. Scoring-wise, if you can get that out of Tobias Harris, now you're not going to get 37, but if you get 25 out of him, I'm not going to be as worried about Ben Simmons not scoring. Now, I am a little bit worried about the free throws because he went 0 for 6. I mean, 0 0 for 6, but that's a problem. That's going to be a problem, um, especially late in the games when you saw those guys trying to pass the ball around. They couldn't give it to Ben because they knew that he would get fouled. So I think that they are one seed. And you look at the Jazz out west, and, you know, there's always a good punch. If you're the lower seed, meaning you're the, the eight or the seven, your best chance is always that first game. It's always your best chance because they're going to underestimate you and you figure I can come out and I get a puncher's chance in this one. After that, usually it's uh, the team settle down and you, your feeling out phase is over. 
Well, they've also got to shoot the three better too as a team. They were oh, they yeah. were awful in the first half, especially. Harry, um, Harry uh, before you jump in, let's yeah. break on the network. We're still going to be live across the board here. The Jacob Media YouTube page, phillyvoice.com as well. Amy's going to hang with us. Before you get out of here, Amy, I, I need your thoughts on the world's largest cheesesteak because I think we are doomed when it comes to our sports future. As a re- We have tempted the sports yeah. gods as a result of this, and, and I'm scared. So Amy's hanging with us. Yeah. Okay, well, we're back in three on the network live still. Go ahead, Harry. I'm sorry. Well, Doc, Doc went 11 deep in that game one. Um, you know, got some good play, good minutes out of his bench. Uh, how long do you expect that to continue in these playoffs? You know, he, I asked specific, specifically about Tyrese Maxey. Um, one, because he's like, but two, because he gives so much extra. You know, he's the fastest guy on the court. He just gives you a little extra pep. Energy guy, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's a better shooter than maybe credit for it. And Doc Rivers has said that. But I think he, you could see 11 again because he likes what Tyrese Maxey brings. It was interesting to me that there was times out there, good stretches, that Shake Milton wasn't part of that set. It was Matisse Seibel. And Ben Simmons, you know, he loves that kind of really, really lengthy defensive presence out there. But it was Matisse was the first one off the bench as opposed to Shake. And then you, you know, got into some of the other guys, obviously Dwight Howard in there. But um, I thought that was, uh, it's going to be matchup based, but I wouldn't be surprised. Now, after the first round, Harry, I mean, I don't think you go 11 deep. That would really surprise me unless it's a one off of like, hey, your team really just needs some juice and you need to send a message. and sticking with like the all five reserves, I don't think that that's going to happen either. I think we saw, I don't think we saw that in a single stretch, maybe very briefly, but it seems like there was always at least Tobias out there. Ben was out there for a good chunk of it. Um, they, he likes to leave those two guys. Sometimes Seth Curry stays out there. He finally got hot. He put out three shooting. Like mm-hmm. it was three of 17 in the first half. It's just atrocious. Yeah. And it's not like the Wizards are a great three point shooting team. But uh, they certainly were making them at a better clip. And there's going to be teams the deeper you get in the playoffs that will make them at a better clip if they happen to meet the Hawks. That's obviously a team that can really shoot the three very well. We know what Trey Young can do. But you know, Bradley Beal is a, is a handful. And when Ben Simmons was on him, if you if you watch the first half of that game, he put Danny Green on him. And he had Ben Simmons on Russell Westbrook at times, which I get. But then you got to switch off and have Bradley Beal because when he starts to heat up, you can have you can't have the best player offensively starting to get hot because he can put up 50. He put up 60 on this team in 60, January yeah. for Pete's sake. So. Hey, Amy, I'm curious just when talking to and, and getting a feel about the team itself and knowing that it's the NBA, so it's a little different. And this is not the most or highest motivating factor for success, but Ben Simmons, you can definitely argue, I think, more so than Joel Embiid. But both of these guys may feel – that they've been slighted as for whatever reason for individual awards. And there's no better way to shut up the idiots that vote for all of this stuff than to outperform Jokic or be the best defensive defensive player on the floor by a mile. So I wonder just how much you think that might be a motivating factor for both Ben and Joel. You know, it would shock me if Joel Embiid said it wasn't because he was left off all three all pro teams last year, every single one. Now, there's probably flaw in how all pro teams are voted on. The fact that you need to fill certain positions is silly to me. But the, no one thought he was the, at least the third best center last year. I would I would take personal, you know, that's a personal front to me. I took it personally, to quote Michael Jordan there. But 
<laughs> and Ben Simmons, you he he likes to say, oh, you know, I, I only care about being a defensive player of the year rather than a finalist. I don't know if that's true. Um, I think he talks a good game, but I think it, it matters to these guys. I think it matters that you know they feel that they're not looked on. They're like the most underrated or one seed ever. People look at them and are like, eh, I don't think so. They're a one seed. They had the best record for a starting five of anybody in the entire league. They went 27 and five as a starting five. People, that surprises people. One, they played that many games together, but two, that they were that good together. So I think that they are definitely, those two guys in particular that you mentioned are definitely feeling a little bit of a, you know what? Mm. We are the one seed. I am one of the best players in the world. Ben Simmons is the best overall defender. If he doesn't win defensive player of the year, something's gone wrong, personally to me. All right, Amy, we've got about 50 seconds here, and, and then we're going to break. And we've already kept you for 20 minutes. So I, we, I, I just – can you stick around for maybe 90 seconds? Because it's sure. not going to do it justice for you and your response to squeeze in your thoughts on something as egregious as this. As you, everybody can see, the world's largest cheesesteak, and I'm going to – and look, there's a nice little plug for NBC 10. See, it's all in the family. Thank you. But Synergy. We need we need to talk about this. The three of us have yet to talk about this. And you are a great person to introduce this topic with because based on your look initially, it seems like you and I might be on the same page. So we're back in six on the network. Keep it here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So sure. what the hell? What the hell? 600 Why? feet. Yeah, but here's the thing. First off, no, it's not it 600 away. feet of one continuous steak. No, it's, it's like a bunch steak. of dudes making little yes. cheesesteaks. Yes, and then what I found out based on another video or a screenshot that I'm going to pull up here for you is somebody, I don't know who, somebody let these people get away with putting pickles and ham what? and ranch dressing. Pickle o on a cheesesteak? On what? On a cheesesteak. Thank you, that's Amy. Thank you. I, that's, I don't even get the sandwich. R ranch? Ranch and ham? <laughs> why? 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 What, what, how, how does that happen, though? How does that happen? Uh, well, that's what happens when you have... Well, it's like they literally have... They want to do, what, 600 feet? But I think they had probably 100 sandwiches. And so mm -hmm. it was kind of like... Like the assignment when you're a little kid, like, hey, draw the rainbow. And you can draw a rainbow however you want it to look. But we all know what a rainbow really looks like, right? So it has certain colors. Roy G. Biff, right? Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And then all of a sudden, here's little Jimmy, and his has just got pink and black and gray. And you're like, that's mm -hmm. great. But it's not, actually. It's not no. a rainbow, though. It's so not great. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you make it like an arc. It's not a rainbow. Right. Little Jimmy might need therapy. Look, I need therapy after seeing you. No, <laughs> you know what this looks like? This looks like one of those French I... bread pizzas that you can microwave. Yes, it does. But it's no. it's like the high end area, you know, in the oh, gas yeah. station or the Wawa. That's uh, pickles and ham with uh, ranch dressing uh, in. I'm yeah. out on that. Pickles wow. and ham, yeah. and it's Little not even Jimmy. a steak. No, this is. I'm telling you, we're going to pay the price somehow for this. There's karma. Something we had a Super Bowl victory three and a half years ago, and here we are putting ham and pickles and ranch 
on non-contiguous, if I can use that phrase, cheesesteaks. I am so I'm out on What happened to yeah. us? That's 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 a travesty, man. Who ended up eating this stuff? Barrett, you see where that um oh it's all gonna go to waste. No one's eating that. Barrett, you see where that video or that picture comes from? Twitter. You know, that uh, is, uh, what a great yeah. what, what is that? Yeah. What is that? What a great way. Is it <laughs> your is it your responsibility to make sure he's tweeting? It's she's my one. responsibility just to make sure he like does half the stuff that he does. I can only respond for half. Derek was what. responsible for the other half. Derek's gone. Yeah, he's gone now. So yeah, I'm like, gone. So we're really slacking. I gotta I gotta wow. somebody else. This is Bro, very eye-opening, yes. Amy, this, She's not lying. Gone. A, again, pardon me, at Amy Fadul, NBCS on Twitter. And I, I'm sure you have like a million other things, your <laughs> awesome family to get to, work you have to get to. And you're going to see that mug again in some capacity. Right. So we don't want to overexpose you to Barrett today, all right? By any she, means. That's so nice she, she, literally, she literally, you. we had a meeting. We had a meeting this earlier last week. We're trying to let her go, and you're telling another I'm story. I'm just saying, she, she texts me. Um, you're where not are on the you? call. Where the, you're on the meeting. <laughs> she texted me. I said, Barry, oh. where are you? The Barry oh, oh. called a bunch of people that were uh, higher ups. The Barry, you need to be on the call. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Amy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for coming Amy. on. Right, Amy Fadul NBCS on Twitter. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, take it easy now. <laughs> wow. That's great. That was great. That was fantastic. Amy Fadul oh. NBCS. I just realized I wasn't following her. That's oh, no. an outrage. Bro, she she is. She keeps me on track, man, because it I'm is. telling you, man, she all the time says, um, did you tweet today? Oh, I, I didn't tweet today. I'm yeah, sorry. Because like <laughs> it helps, man. You know, you I know, I know, I know. Man. Account. That's what she is verified, too. So, you know, helping out. That's what we, we feel her pain. A time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. This was very eye opening. <laughs> like it's tough, man. It's tough, man. It's, I, it's tough. educational. Like, we haven't. I have. I have stuff to do, man. Relevant yeah. stuff to do. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to work it out, bro. I'm trying, man. I'm. I'm, like, li I'm literally trying. I no longer Seriously. take this personally, Aton, because this is just Barrett does this to everybody. That's fair. Yeah, that fair. That's actually one of the few things that has helped you exponentially with these conversations with Gunner and now Amy. Mm -hmm. Is okay. This is something you do with everyone, yeah, bro. It's not, it's not like Harry's pissing you off in some capacity, <laughs> no, right? No. Right. No, because Harry'd be like, "Um, guys, I just tweeted this." I'm like, "Oh, my fault. Let me go ahead and retweet this." <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, here we go. Right now. Like Texas. Can you give that a retweet, please, Barrett? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I forget, bro. I, I, Crazy. Forget, I forget, man. I forget. So I, I trolled a lot of, and and I was just having fun. I wasn't even. I didn't do it to get bad responses but i just i just put it up as a joke but i just love the fact that there were people who took it seriously so last night i tweeted spoke to a couple of nba mvp voters biggest reason why they voted for Jokic over Embiid: quote one guy plays in a city where they aren't building nine thousand foot cheesesteak mm. and i actually got some people this is why nobody respects the awards and you know you what about the better matchup between Embiid and Jokic? i'm like Oh, these are the people that are going to go and watch that thing and probably eat a bite of it. The same mm. person who's right. complete literally or literal, right, is going to be at that re reveal. Oh, I need a bite. I need a bite. Mm. Guy Cecil, though, was great on a response. Embiid heads to the line for free throws. The crowd begins its chant. Nine block cheesesteak. 
<laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, now Ash on the stream is volunteering to be your personal tweeter if you give him some free tickets. To what? Eagles. <laughs> I, I well, I mean, I have to make. I might have to make that happen. Look, they may still make him pay for this. The middle. No, I won't pay for it. No? On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Pan. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know those phrases that you see a lot of times? It's usually posted as a headline to get you to click because it's not bait, but it's real. And... We go deep inside, or we took a deep dive. I saw one regarding the Jazz and Donovan Mitchell and what's happened there as far as an, an inside look. You know, it's somebody giving you the inside look, and that's what's separating it from everything else. Well, I, if you are a fan of Barrett Brooks' content, mm -hmm. then I don't think you're going to get anything more revealing than the content that we've had here from Amy Fadul and before that Gunner that has now painted a completely different picture of Mr. Brooks. And yep. here's the beauty of it. Mama well, Brooks, friends. you're watching the whole thing. Right. Right. Friends, you know. <laughs> Well, friends like that who needs enemies, man. But I love the you know how he likes to shirk responsibility by feigning <laughs> ignorance. Right. <laughs> Bro, Absolutely. I mean can you imagine doing the rise, man? The rise, you have to you have to tape it. You right. have to tape it at, at, at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. It's like a 12-minute show. But still, you have to tape it at 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. You just come in for that. You come in for, for 15 minutes, right. tape that show, and got to go all the way back home. No. no. Well, so, so you're just bitching about the driving to and from. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yes. It's like, a twelve. I, I was signed up to do a twelve-minute show any day of the week, and I'll I. drive in to do it. Not I. No. Not I. No. Can't do it. Eight days a week, you do it, huh? Wow. <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. Wow. Read a teleprompter for eight minutes. Yep. <laughs> That's a real tough life. Seriously, man. I'm telling wow. you. Wait until you. Yeah. Eight minutes. That's going to be me on QVC. Eight minutes and Barry Brooks is on. Yeah. I told on. you. On. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Wow. It's crazy how this thing works. We got fake news today. We've got to listen to this Brooks Kepka audio. Oh, it's class. Hilarious. And we'll see what else we got going on here. A lot with Amy Fadul. That was fantastic. You know, it's, it's funny. The man. Follow back from Amy. Great, man. What's that? We're just got the follow back from Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Let me see. Um. Uh, yes. Amy Fadul Kane is following me. She she's great at social media, man. She is great at it. I mean, she's amazing at it. I, I can't do it. I'm, I try to. I forget too much. CTE, man. It's the CTE. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I'd rather have that excuse than COVID. Yeah, because you know, yeah. COVID is used for everything now. Oh, I can't. It's COVID. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> You get the vaccine. Oh man, it didn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me meanwhile, it's like half of that stuff. People don't people don't want to do it anyway. But now they have the excuse to say COVID is the yep. reason, and you can't really say anything about it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, wow. 
What happened here? Yeah, now the Jimmy Blues is saying we need to get Jillian Mealy and Sarah Baker on to get more dirt on Barrett. Well, you can't from the get breakfast Jillian. on broad days. We can yeah, get you Jillian. can't. We can Jillian sleeps. Jillian. She's asleep during this time of the day. You know, well, she just could, gets we off work. Get her right at probably a, like eleven fifteen or something. Well, I'll ask her. I'll definitely ask her. And I know I can get. I know I can I get uh, Sarah on. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah. get on. She's Sarah. up in New York still. What is yes, Sarah doing now? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But when I talk to we don't we don't talk about stuff like that. when we talk we just talk about how you know how much of a, a fool she can be and I can be. You know what I mean? We just kick it. Well, we don't talk business talk at all. Either one of them, huh? How often do you talk to either one of them? I mean, probably at least once or twice every three months. I'll make sure of that. I'm going to show you how to make a muffin, not a mess, right? This is a life hack here. See this thing? Right? This <laughs> yeah. Is what is it? It's a muffin. Okay. So if you just eat it, it's going to go all over the place. So instead, you take the muffin and you just make it into like a hot dog, right? <laughs> now this, what? This is the muffin. Look, this thing will not make a mess at all. This is now like a little bit of a, it's like a blunt, right? Like a mini little hitter here. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you roll it into this here. So you're going to smoke the muffin. No, I'm going to eat it. Look, oh. No mess. That's I'm, great work by I, you, bro. I know I'm going to get a call later today from my mom talking about this. Aton <laughs> eating the muffin. Gripping yeah. up that muffin. And how she was repulsed by the fact that he just took it in his hands. And I'm giving you a life hack, Mrs. Mays. I'm giving you a life hack. <laughs> I've been called a hack. Why yeah. not give a life hack? And she'll go, oh, that Aton. Oh. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Absolutely right, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's all hacked up <laughs> well i you know this this bryson and uh brooks kepka thing is great but i want to see bryson respond he hasn't yet i don't think so i'm telling you man i'm concerned about this cheese stick this is the middle it's gonna give us a little bad mojo radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Here's the thing. We're going to play this audio. Ron has done a great job of cutting up the audio because there was a little bit of stuff we could not play. Language. Yeah. As they say. Not the language doctor on Twitter. I won't be following me back. But looking at overall the back and forth between the two, we'll get into this fake news as well this hour. But I, I just have to say this at the end of the interview with Amy, we brought this up. And again, at Amy Fadul, NBCS is how you follow her on Twitter. I really feel like something is in the air and, and I don't like it. And I'm not talking about a respiratory virus. I'm talking, I'm not making light of anything. I'm talking about something serious here, which is also serious. But I'm saying in our world, our realm, this we go out of our way to make known that the broadcast, the national broadcast of showing clips of Philadelphia should stay away from Pats and Geno's and enough yeah. with the cheese. The stick. art museum steps yes. and all that stuff. The boathouse road. It's always the same stuff all the time. And food, it's yeah. always the cheese. Look, this is one of, and, and I see Or the soft pretzel. I've seen a soft pretzel uh, soft on pretzel Fox. To a lesser extent. Yeah, yeah you're right. But the cheesesteak is always there. It's always present. It's first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And it, it limits us. It devalues how cosmopolitan of a food city Philadelphia has really become. I mean, this is on the level 
of most places, if not all in the country right now, the different levels of cuisine in unique, organic to what you have from different cultures. And, and look, the reality is, is that this whole thing insults us. Like mm -hmm. this is a major regression in the progress that we've made to dispel the myth that we're a bunch of meatheads eating cheesesteaks right. around this city. Well, and, and the I, irony I, of that is, is that apparently this was all the idea of some big chef from sent from the city. A guy. What do you mean by that? It's a, celebrating his bir her birthday, his or her birthday. I'm, I'm just reading this here. It, um, Chef Rene Cob Cobierti, owner of the Rim Cafe on Ninth and Federal. Right. That's a. It's the birthday celebration for that chef that spawned this whole thing. Right. At the end of the day, man, that, you can't you can't shake that that stigma from Philadelphia. It's always going to be cheese steaks. Like when I first got here. Yeah. I I, I was thinking it was steakums, but I, I saw know. it was much more than that. Once I got here, I mean, I couldn't get past us driving down the street and there were cars parked in the middle of the street. Right. You know, they don't do that in other cities. No. This is the only city that they do this. Mm -hmm. Park in the middle of the street. I'm like, what is this? Oh, that's only basically in South Philly, though, I think, where I, that goes on. Bro, it, it, it doesn't go on anywhere else. Yeah. Nowhere else, man. And, you know, that's something that, you know, it, it just showed me. And, like, I didn't know anything about mafia stuff until... I really got to Philly. Not really? the Godfather. Yeah, I thought the Godfather was just you know, man. There's none of that in St. Louis. You don't see that in St. Louis. Oh yeah, there was. Well, you, I, you don't see it though, right? But here you can see it, man. I mean, Kansas Jordan, City was a big mob. Yeah, city. yeah, Kansas yeah. City was, but yeah. not St. Louis. That's all. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's the centermost place in you know they say in, in the city as far I mean in the states as far as you know that that was like the halfway point from. Vegas mm -hmm. to uh to, to New York, you know New York and right. Philly and all those places. So that's you know, just like a drop off point there, a meetup spot. But the Adams Lloyds points out, and he's correct. This this whole this cheesesteak nonsense was all the way back in March the twenty fourth. Why is it becoming a thing today? Because they're building it now. They were building it yesterday. I saw. Where do you think I got these picks? Look, Adam. Okay, guy, Adam. Okay, aside from this thing being many cheesesteaks, and, and that was the, the pick that I put up when I tagged you guys on that, right? Is it over yet? I, it was I just yesterday? I think it was just yesterday. I hope it was just yesterday. And then another thing, too, like, think about how insulting that is. Oh, yeah, just give it to the homeless. They'll eat it. Like, right, right. They'll eat no. anything. No, that that's, again, everything, everything about this is wrong, okay? Everything. <laughs> it's like going to the zoo and the first time you realize that something just isn't right about this. That something is <laughs> up, man, you know? Like they shouldn't be there, huh? Yeah, like, oh, okay. You know, Why this, are they in jail? Why are the animals in jail? <laughs> See, this says, I'm reading this out of phillybite.com. In honor of Rim Cafe's owner, Rene Cobiertri, I'm screwing up that name, chefs from all over South Philly and beyond got together on March the 24th to make the world's longest cheesesteak. I don't know. Maybe it got so they're delayed. doing it again. Uh, maybe it got delayed because of COVID or maybe they, they cooked it and they brought it out. I don't know. I don't know. But this thing became. You know what? I don't know. By the way, there's a new hashtag on Twitter. Hashtag Barrett. Check your email started by Amy. <laughs> 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 I love it. 
I, I don't you, know, Harry. I, maybe maybe this is all my mistake. Maybe I'm bringing up old stuff because no, I. But I'm saying it's been it. repurposed. You're yes. you're not. You found it today because it was repurposed. I think. Yes. For some reason. Yes. Why? Right. Why? We don't. It's bad enough the first time. We don't need right. it again. <laughs> Right. I'm wondering if if Asman would eat a cheesesteak with pickles, ham, and ranch dressing Absolutely. on it. He looks like that type of guy. Yeah. He call it a ho. He call it a sub. Mm-hmm. And yeah. well, if Chipotle eat. would serve it. He'd eat it. No, Absolutely. no question. Yeah, there's no question about that. I remember when McD- I was living in D.C. and I remember at the time. I don't know if they had it up here, but McDonald's had a cheesesteak. And I don't even remember. Really? Call, yeah, I don't even remember if they called it a Philadelphia. If they dared, called it a Philadelphia cheesesteak. But they had a cheesesteak. And and listen, I lived in Columbia Heights, and there's a McDonald's in Adams Morgan, mm-hmm. right on, or there was at the time at least, right on a pretty busy intersection in Adams Morgan. That's like the downtown area, yeah. you know, an area that you hang. Columbia Heights is more where you live. Not far from Georgetown. Not terribly far. Adams Morgan. Um. And and here's the thing, like, yeah, it'd be a long walk, but yeah, you could get there by subway. And and that's the thing is, um, I'm, I'm like, really? And people were lining, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a cheesesteak. Really? From McDonald's? Yeah, I'm telling you, man, people, wow. they, they don't know. And again, this whole thing just furthers that. Well, psh, they're putting ham and pickles and ranch on their stuff. Right. Really? Then, then what's the difference of going to McDonald's? You know, like, seriously, we're doing damage to the cheesesteak community here and the much larger community that's trying to distance itself from the cheesesteak community. Both have been done damage. I'm telling you, some the Sixers, I'm not betting on anything Philadelphia for a long time. A long time. (laughs) Because it is. Just take it out on the Phillies, please. Okay. Leave the Sixers out of it. Yeah. I don't think we can decide, Harry. I don't think it's up to us. Hmm. When the sports gods are getting destroyed over and over again with requests for cheesesteak after cheesesteak. I mean, it's a problem, man. I'm telling you. I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. You know our buddy Jeff Kerr from CBS yes. Sports we had on not too long ago. It's all Local Eagles. guy who covers the NFL for CBS Sports and Sportsline. He went through every game of the Eagles season upcoming and give him a win, gave him a loss. No. Dog. Yes. Okay. Let's look at it in reverse. What does Kerr have the team going? And by the way, uh, strong play on Miami tonight as far as what you're talking about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. As, as far as their projected record, he has them winning their final game against the Cowboys to go 8-9. and nine. Cowboys win the division at 8-9? and nine? No, 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 no. <laughs> He has them oh, win, beating the Cowboys on the final game of the season to go eight and nine. The Eagles go eight and nine. Yeah, that's just because um, Dallas will probably have everything wrapped up before then. Uh, Cowboys have to come to Philly for a chance at a playoff berth, and the Eagles can play spoiler with their NFC East hopes out the door. Oh. This game will go a long way towards Hertz's future and the direction of the team. Got it. Oh, wow. Total opposite. Yeah. Eagles putting them out of the play. He has them beating the 49ers in week two. Really? Yes. Losing to Atlanta week one. Wow. I have that in the opposite. 
I think wow. most people eight, do. nine. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have them getting past six this year just because of so much that's unknown and needs to be proven. And even if they're a good team, it's still just getting on the same page. You're going to have some bumps. You're going to have some learning curves. I just can't get past. So I'm just saying, Aton, I, Shan, yeah. I can't get past Denver. I can't get past the Lions. You know, they just, you know, and I know everybody's thinking that the Eagles in the same way that I'm looking at the Detroit Lions, that I'm looking at, uh, you know, the Denver Broncos. But, I mean, I just see those as wins. Just mark them off as wins. And he's and got them beating the, the Lions. Right. Probably Denver yeah. also, right? Uh, let me check. He's got them beating the Raiders. I uh, believe it'll be the Raiders. Losing too. to the Chargers and losing to the Broncos. Okay. I think, they'll, I think they'll beat – in fact, I think they'll beat the Chargers also. I no, he, ha- he has them also. losing to the Chargers. I just can't so. see it, man. I, to me, when you when I look at those teams, I still see the teams like when I was playing. You know, they just suck. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't get past that. <laughs> no. But well, I see, I, I, and I understand <laughs> we do too. I understand mm-hmm. we suck also. But still, you know. This is gonna I, be think, tough, man. I think it's somewhere around seven or eight wins. Yeah. 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 You know? uh, I would I would go under seven and a half. If like that, I'm looking if that's Jets a, is a if, win. Jets I, is a win. I don't know. I look, I don't know what's a win. Well, I'm, I'm telling you what I'm thinking. On, but but what are you even basing on? Oh, because they, they really suck. And but I'm, I'm saying they split really with suck. they they split with the Giants, they split with Washington. Uh, why? Why? Just because it's like we have no idea, man. No idea who this. We absolutely is. don't. We don't know how he's going to respond to a loss. Hell, we don't know how he's going to respond to a two-game winning streak or a three-game winning streak. Get comfortable. Start smelling himself. <laughs> oh man, we got the Jets coming up. You guys know what you're doing here. Give him a day off. I don't know what's going to happen. And you know what? Maybe it's unfair to default to six wins. But I, I feel like you, of all people, especially on this show, I can appeal to because you know how difficult it is just to get on the same page when you have one or two new components, let alone mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I think exactly. seven or eight wins with uh, question marks at quarterback and throughout the roster would be a pretty decent year. I really think that the offense is going to be no? pretty good. I, I, I do think that. If the line holds that. up. Yeah. Yeah. If the line stays healthy. That's a big if. That's a top five offensive line in, in, in the league. Yeah. You can do a lot of things with an offensive line that good. You can establish the run. You can protect. He had no protection last year and still was able to run an efficient, I mean, a, a good enough offense to win a couple games. Yeah, look. They had nothing. No, it's it's interesting. We, we keep having this rolling here. Uh, we'll listen to that Kepka audio and run a little video had a nice little gif about uh, finding out about the cheesesteak and using Kepka in that. That's become mm-hmm. pretty big now. So that fake news next. It's the middle Philly voice, the Jacob Media YouTube page. Like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You see new people popping in the stream. Let them know. Let them know. Hey, make sure you're subscribing here at that notification bell so you don't miss anything. Fake news with Ron coming up next. All here on the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. No, uh, look, I'm not negative after one bad year. I'm not giving them a benefit of the doubt. And it's it's not, look, it's easy to go from worst to first in this league so long as you keep continuity. Right, and you draft well. Yeah, but think about it. And and look, Birdman 990, I, I understand the, the sentiment there. And this is where I, I think you're off on it is that you have to be honest with how new everything is. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, look, I mean, and this is what I'm trying to avoid, right, is Birdman990, who is a well-received listener and interactor yes well on the stream points out that i'm negative about the eagles i'll put it back up here before we hit fake news real quick about the eagles after we had one bad year birdman 990 says we're getting browns treatment lol playoffs in three of the last years and a bunch of exclamation points and look that's right the playoffs in three of the last four years so here's what i would say 
if you just had the same coach and quarterback come back, but like in Hertz, right? And Doug Peterson come back, but all the other yeah. changes and turn I would meet you halfway and say, I'm with Harry and say eight wins, even nine wins is doable. But when you have a brand new coach on both sides of the ball, a special teams coach, all of the new things, and then on top of that, you're relying on what Chubb Star, not Chubb Rock, but Chubb Star says, which is they can't play well without an offensive line. They'll be much better than people think, and Hertz has all the tools. Well, this is why I say six wins is because nobody knows if this offensive line can stay healthy, and they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt because they haven't been healthy. And look, I would love Jalen Hurts to be here for the next five, six, seven, eight years as the franchise quarterback, but not even the team believes right. that he has all the tools right now. Well, so that's where I'm coming from. That's no, it. I got you. And first of all, I didn't say eight or nine wins. I said I wouldn't be surprised seven or eight. Fair enough. Okay. So, but you're right, Aton. And you think about that, that three playoffs in the last four years. And yet, given all that success, everybody left or got fired. Guys retired, guys begged out of here. Your franchise, all the, the main components and the integral parts of that success are gone. So what makes you think they're just going to just roll it out and run it back, if you will, with another playoff season? There lies the problem. Yeah. There lies the problem. The, there are too many what ifs instead of like past couple of years, you had some concrete stuff mm -hmm. in which you can look at. All right, we can have a player here and a player there. We have, I, I think we'll have a much better offense. And it only, you know, it, it, it can only correlate to him having a good year if the over line stays healthy. Hmm. And I really believe Lane has finally found a problem with his ankle and fixed it. You know, he said that it's fixed now. So I can only go about what he said. Uh, Brandon Brooks, that was kind of a, you know, a freakish injury. You know, he tore his Achilles and then he went back and got the other one. Mm -hmm. That happens. Now both that's of them are paired. Huh? That's where, though. On that's that's tread on the tires, Brooks. Yeah, but then you look at you look after, you know, after that, Jason Peters that, you know, after that, you know, he played, had like three more Pro Bowl years <laughs> after that. So right. You know, there's there is a precedence for it. So I think he'll come back even stronger than ever. He's coming back lighter than he's ever been. Um, he's looking more athletic than I've ever seen him look. You know, Brandon Brooks is like a monster now. We all know Kelsey. Kelsey's gonna be Kelsey. He's gonna play. Um, and Jordan Malad is the X factor. Mm -hmm. He can say and lock down that left tackle position. That will be a damn good offensive line. And when you have a damn good offensive line, you can really yeah. dictate what the offense is going to do. And look, it's just a bunch of questions. And I, I don't think that they deserve any benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. And that's it. All right, let's hit fake news. We'll probably believe I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him that though. I'll give him that though. Based off of what though? Like where and that's what I'm saying. Like he had eleven wins, Barrett. Well, well that's I mean, what I mean. He, yeah, you were talked back from that, but I guarantee you that yeah. you still have eight or nine in your head. Well, yeah. I'm not not eight or nine. I'm have nine wins. Wow, nine wins, right? I mean, yeah. that's that's ridiculous. Nine wins. Huh. That's ridiculous. You know that. Check ridiculous. your email, Barrett. Seriously, like we, we did you a favor, and we didn't bring up that 11 win moment with Gunner when Amy was on because right. that would have been unfair, dirty ammunition that we would have. She and she she didn't want to like. Well, that's Barrett. You know, Barrett's going to be the eternal optimist. I'm telling she, you, that word yeah. for word, that's what she would have said. She would have gone on Twitter and said, "Wow, Barrett Brooks just picked the Eagles to," and then have some sort of like. 
gif where, where you know the guy's mm-hmm. drinking and like passes out or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have no idea. All right, let's let's hit this again. It'll probably bleed in. I'm sure we'll talk about it at least. Here's what we'll do. Hold on, look what Play Action Real says. <laughs> Don't count the preseason, Barrett. <laughs> yeah. Here's what we'll do. Ron, why don't you go through the stories and then we'll talk about it in the break and then we'll come back and you tell us what's real, okay? All right. Or fake. That's actually fake. probably the better thing. Fake, since real, that's the, real, fake. What's well, today? we should probably keep to the continuity of the segment. You've got three stories. One of them is fake. It's up to us to determine which one it is. So go ahead. True. All right. Here are the stories. A Polish environmental charity put a SIM card in a GPS tracker to follow the migratory pattern of a white stork. They lost the uh, they lost track of the stork and later received a bill for twenty seven hundred dollars because someone in Sudan took the SIM card out of the tracker and was making phone calls with it. Wow! Genius by the what a story! Yeah. Now, I mean, like you know, I I don't know how that person came about. Maybe the bird died. Maybe he killed the bird. I I don't know. Right? Can you, can you eat stork? Thing? You can eat stork. Well, you can yeah. you, you like could sell it. I don't I don't know. I don't pretend. I'm sure in some countries they probably eat stork. Ron Double N said it tastes like chicken. Right. <laughs> I'm done with you, man. Just, it tastes like right. Leave the baby someplace safe. Yep. <laughs> Story number uh, two. A Florida man has been arrested after what he described was his reenactment of the Kevin McAllister pool scene from Home Alone 2. Do you guys need a refresher on what that was? Yes. When he jumped into the pool, he was wearing trunks two sizes too big. That's and right. The trunks came off. So you can only guess how the man was arrested. I did not see Home Alone 2. Nah, it's... Oh, there's a great appearance. Star appearance by DT. Yeah, it's it's a forgettable movie, <laughs> Home Alone 2. It is. I mean, they, finally, they, you know. finally, story number three. An Indian couple chartered an entire flight to host a 170-guest wedding in air to get around the country's strict COVID restrictions. Wow, so I believe that. believable, right? Yeah, that's very believable. Based off of what's going on in that country, and I've got to be honest, it's pretty smart mm-hmm. to get around it. Now, I, I don't, like, here's the thing. That could also be a plot of some stupid Steven Seagal movie <laughs> that Ron is using because of what's happening in India. Yeah. So now, now I don't know what to think. Honestly, I, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. We're going to take a break anyway, and we'll come back. Ron's going to tell us which one of those is fake, but I have to be honest, just going into it, I don't have an early favorite. I don't no, know. No, me I, either. I mean, the first story just sounds so crazy. Right. That makes me think it is true. Mm, I, I uh, We'll see. we got some Doc Rivers quotes to go over, too, on Ben Simmons and more. It's the middle, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander with you, Ron Culver with fake news, the answer, the reveal next. Like, share, subscribe, notification bell. You don't want to miss anything. Tell the world on the Jacob Media YouTube page and beyond. Yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think? That's a tough one. Hmm. These are three really good stories. Yeah. The third one, I feel like, is so obvious, just so obvious. Right. Now, when he said Home Alone 2, there's an appearance by DT. Who is he talking about? Not Derek Thomas. Uh, Donald Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. He's in that movie? Yeah. 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 Oh. Trump was in a lot of stuff before 
before the whole presidency thing, Trump was pretty normalized on television. Hmm. Even I before, like, know that. like, think about it. How do you get a show like The Apprentice on the air and such a well-received from an audience standpoint show, right? By just showing up. Like, back then, you couldn't just have a bunch of money and be on TV. So, he, yeah, he was in movies and shows and stuff. That's all. Um, does, does the Florida man thing lead you to think that there's something fake about that story? Uh, a little bit. Should we be looking at something? No, I'm just saying like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, well, you know, anything can happen in Florida. All those stories are crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm thinking maybe story two is the fake story. I believe that Indian thing 100%. Me too, which is why I feel like maybe. I don't you think know. that's the fake one? Yeah, I feel like I'm talking myself out of laying the nine points for the Nets tonight, even though I know they're going to beat them by 50. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just like, oh, it's way too obvious. And yeah, they're trying to get people to bite on those nine points and all this. But the Indian weddings are very extravagant, though, man. They like, are. You know, sometimes they ride in on horses, you know, stallions and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. I saw one down at uh, PGA National. They had a yeah. helicopter. They, they, they brought the bride in, in a helicopter and landed it like right near the putting green yeah. where they have the Honda Classic. There was like 500 people there. See, yeah. So I'm thinking that might be true. They were having a blast. Yeah, yeah. They 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 make it happen. You know, yeah. Indian women's are very very extravagant. So mm -hmm. I, are we all in agreement that it's not number one as well? I'm a, I'm going number one. You are. I yeah, I'm going. Sounded like Harry was leaning towards two, right? Yep. I I guess maybe I want number one to be true because it's such a crazy story. Mm. But I'll go one too. I feel like yeah, as maybe well. I'll go one. Just because Barrett, you're just going to side with Barrett. Yeah, well, we've been we've been double teaming him here today, and you know we 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 brought Amy in, and you know it was like a battle royal, all it of was, us against Barrett. Right. I got RKO'd, man. Yeah, <laughs> from out of nowhere, she just you know. But now damn. I'm going to be texting him periodically. Check your email, Barrett. Barrett Brooks <laughs> put out a tweet. Yeah, I'm curious, you know. Was this a bad beat? Not in its truest definition, but I wonder if I was victim of something that could be considered a bad beat with a prop bet. I had under 12 and a half rebounds for Giannis Attentacumpo last night. Uh huh. The young man finished with 13. You had under. I had under 12 and a half. Okay. He was at 12 up until like a minute or so left in the third quarter when they were up by a significant margin, like ridiculous margin. And I'm just wondering like, okay, the reason why I don't think it's full on, yes, bad beat is because it is the playoffs. And I understand that you want to get your guys, but it's also in the same vein of, could you imagine if Giannis, and we'll get to fake news and the response here in a second, but could you imagine if Giannis or Middleton or even Holiday, who was out there at the time, anything happened to them when you're up 30 
Yeah. With a minute and a half to go in, in game two. A lot of coach first. would get crucified. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, come on, are you kidding me? Just put him on the bench. I'm yelling at this. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. You're up by 30. I felt like, you know, I would want Embiid on the bench if the, the situation was, you know, tonight, like tomorrow night, if they're up 30. Yes. In the beginning of the fourth quarter, there's no reason to have Joel Embiid out on the floor. You don't want to risk right. it. You don't want to risk it. You know, because he'll still be diving into the third row to get a ball going out of bounds. That's just yep. the way he is. Yep. Everything well, you I'm love about you. him. Yeah, everything yeah. you love about him makes you want to take him out if you're up that much. Yes. You have to. Right. He's going to go full go because you still feel slighted a little bit. So, you know, he's not going to stop. He's not going to – He's not going to give up until he wins it all, bro. Right, right. Okay, just just wanted to throw that out there. All right, let's get back to it. I think we're all on story number one. He's all the way up, man. Right, he is. <laughs> Can't play that song on YouTube, man, but damn. All right, should we just recap the story yes. real quick? For yes, yes. For those who are just joining us. Thank uh, you. Story number one, a Polish environmental charity put a SIM card in a GPS tracker to follow the migratory pattern of a white stork. They lost track of the stork and later received a bill for $2,700 because someone who sued Don grabbed the SIM card and started making phone calls with it. Story number two, a Florida man had been has been arrested after what he described was his reenactment of the Kevin McAllister pool scene from Home Alone 2, in which in that scene, Kevin McAllister lost his trunks and was essentially skinny dipping. Hmm. Story number three, an Indian couple chartered an entire flight to host a 170-guest wedding in air to get around the country's strict COVID restrictions. Hmm. Now, I was listening to all of you guys during the break. You guys don't hear me. Right, but you hear us. Right. Yeah, and I was enjoying the back and forth. (laughs) Especially the comment where you two double-teaming Barrett, so now you're feeling bad for him and you're going to side with him. Which is probably like the worst reasoning in this segment. (laughs) Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say number two is false. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to two as well. I reread. I'm staying one. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to two. Yeah, I'm staying one. Yeah, you're on an island, Barrett, (laughs) and the island is wrong. That actually is a true story. Wow, I love that story. That's great, by the way. Uh, The fake story is the Kevin McAllister Florida man pool. I, you know, pick Florida man. I didn't think you guys. I knew you guys wouldn't believe that. Mm-hmm. Well, Florida man's easy, right? That's how you yep. mask a fake story, but just right. say, you know, That's Florida man. Just, yeah. I'll just throw Florida man out there and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. There was a, an Indian couple who chartered an entire flight to host 170 guest wedding. Now, I don't know if the couple or the parents of the uh, families are in trouble, but I do know that the flight crew is being questioned mm. for what? going along with that yeah. because of the COVID restrictions that they went ahead and decided to do that anyway. Makes sense. I mean, they're being paid to keep yeah. up with protocol and all the people violating it. I mean, that's going to be a little harder but to it prove. It is a great but, idea. Yeah. Just jump in a plane. Hey, you can't catch us up here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, there you go, Barrett. Once again, we, we tried to move the mojo back in your favor, brother, but it was something Ron said or maybe how he said it that caused both Harry and I to jump ship. Mm-hmm. I was and, damned uh, this time. Honestly, I think you guys really wanted that stork story to be true yes and (laughs) we willed it that's fantastic yes we will (laughs) gotta take the sim card just makes phone calls yeah 
Bill goes to somebody. It's a lot of phone calls. Let's go on. Twenty seven hundred bucks. Bro, I can remember back my rookie year back in ninety five. I had a flip phone. My cell phone bill was like thirty eight bucks one time, man. Thirty eight hundred. It was really? crazy. Yeah, because back then you could only your plans for it. Well, you could you could it was free after nine o'clock or something like that or eight o'clock. It used to, it used to be free after that, mm-hmm. and I'd be calling people during the day like an yeah. idiot after nine o'clock and then free on the weekends, and I used to be lighting it up still, yeah. thinking I was rich. I had the Motorola flip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. The battery about this big. In and the back. Yeah, and you'd, you'd sit it in the cradle in your car, yeah. and then it yeah. would go automatically blue, not Bluetooth. They had, you had speakers wired yeah. through the car and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, man. Yeah. Absolutely amazing but back in the day. So there's a. There, should we play? We have to play this Brooks Kepka thing, but there's also this. I guess it's gone viral now. John Clark's video of Howard Eskin talking trash on Ben Simmons on a hot mic. So we may have to play that. Oh, we got to play that. Yeah, oh, that, I got to hear it. Yeah. It's overtime because I don't yeah. know if there are any curses. We don't have any time to get around it. Now, everybody's seen the video that's gone viral. You have the audio of this, though, Ron, right? Yeah, I have the audio. All right, let's listen to this. A, uh, it, need, it needed some cleaning. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, this came from the Golf Channel, right? Golf TV. Right. It, was, it was done by the Golf Channel yeah. to set it up. Just because you know you have a visualization in your head. Um, Todd Lewis, Golf Channel reporter, is interviewing Brooks Kepka. I don't know where this, like, when this is during. This the- was Friday. Was it on Friday? Yeah. yeah, it was on Friday. Midway through the interview, actually, literally after the first question, you can hear Bryson DeChambeau walking past. You know, with the spikes on the ground. Mm-hmm. And Kepka gives the. The the look the I think the 2021 look uh, that will be turned into a meme instantly right yeah it's yeah. total disdain yeah. oh it's just and these guys there's no love lost between these two right mm-hmm. now I mean it goes back to 2019 when Kepka was complaining about uh, Deschamps slow oh yeah they hated yeah. absolutely so, hate each other this is and here's the here's the uh, result of that. Golf course was asking a lot from you today, Brooks. What were you able to do well and put up that nice number? Just ball struck my way around this place. Um, didn't putt well, but I don't think many guys are going to putt well with this wind. It's it's very tough. I don't like I, said, I don't know what other guys have said or I just felt it difficult to read. You know, sometimes sometimes um, I lost. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, hearing that. All right, yeah, we start over. <laughs> We're gonna enjoy that. I honestly wouldn't even care. Yeah, oh, that's so great. I mean, think about it. First off, just look at the end right there. He basically has co-signed that video coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, like for better or worse, Kepka just told you at the end of that video. He doesn't care if it's out. So I no. saw some people responding to the video outrage that it was released or it got mm-hmm. out there. Please yeah. just stop. That's all from that. Well, now, do you think they cleared it? Whoever, you know, if it was a producer or some person at the golf gym, do you think they, they cleared it with Bryson ahead of time? No. No. Because Kepka gave him, gave him the blessing. He didn't care. Right. Yeah. I don't think they needed to. Okay. I, because I don't know what would separate that from from clearing it with anybody else that walked behind Kepka, right? 
Because, yeah, but the only person that Kepka was interested in was Fair Bryson. Enough. Yeah. Now, you could hear Bryson talking in the background, and I wonder if it was just simply a matter of fantastic coincidence. Well, one right? of the rumors, one of the rumors of what was being said, I couldn't really boost up uh, Bryson's audio that much, but somebody else did. I don't know if this is true or not, but said Brooks Kepka said, I felt it difficult yes. to read sometimes. DeChambeau said, just got to start it on the right line. Yeah. Right. Which, which I don't personally case. think was should have punched him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think it was one of these amazing things of coincidence. Like it just uh, I don't think so. I mean, you you hold These on a guys second. Hate each other. I know they hate each other, but do you think the Shambo was listening into the question and then listening to Kepka and then dropped it? He wasn't even looking at Kepka. He was talking to his caddy. And and it's not like they're talking about recipes. They're both talking about golf. And how often would you say you just have to start it on the right line mm -hmm. when you're talking to your caddy after having a day? That's all. I think, I, I don't I think know. it could be a, a coincidence. I'm not defending Bryson by any means. No. I'm just saying like it seemed like it was so. Now, the, the coincidence works, guys, because Kepka reacted to Bryson, no matter if it was Bryson's fat body and the spikes. And he's not fat, but I'm just saying that. Or if it was you know, Bryson's face, or if it was something that Bryson said, like Kepka was clearly reacting to Bryson. So I'm yeah. not saying he wasn't. I just it, don't know if Bryson was specifically it, responding. It didn't look to me like Bryson was even looking at Kepka. Like he was just oh. in a conversation with the caddy or whoever that was walking with him. It might've been his caddy. Yeah. I assumed it was his caddy. I don't I don't even think he was, I don't even think he knew Kepka was there. No, which I think makes this clip even better. Yeah. I mean, this is going to this meme of Kepka and Jeff of Kepka rolling his eyes. Yeah, is like you've, you see, you've seen me do that a lot, eight times. I have. I, especially <laughs> I, mean, I do golf. that probably twenty times a day. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> on, on the golf course and all for sure. Or no, you say in general? No, just in general. Yeah, I, life yeah. makes you makes right. you act that way. Right. I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up now, man. I, I got to see the expression. You know, I could, you know, just hear, I can hear the disgust in his voice, but mm -hmm. I'm looking up to see if I can see his face. Now, here's the biggest question. Tory Pines is the next big event, right? Right. It's the U.S. Open. Will the PGA pair these two together? Well, it'd be the USGA. Oh, yeah. Okay. The USGA. Yeah. Right. With the pair. But will they? And I, I don't think so. Be and exactly right. And, and look, look, this is what people want. This is what people want. Yeah. But you're not going to get anything. Like you're no. going to be more disappointed in the lack of trash talk or anything that you'll see than we were on that first match where everybody thought Phil and Tiger were going to go at each other. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh, great shot, Phil. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it, it's it. They, the, the tour wants this to die, believe it or not. I, I could believe that. I they, they want it to die. I think they're yeah. mistaken because I think this stuff is great. Well, you're, and you're, then you got to think. Hell mind. No, but then you got to think about, you know, Ryder Cups. These guys are teammates on Ryder Cups, President's Cups, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, how, how's, how does that go? Man, that's got to be tough. Yeah, but it's kind of like Patrick Reed, too, yeah. when, when all the players said, you know, didn't like Patrick Reed. And then it's they difficult. had to play with him internationally. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying, Ron? I'm sorry. I love it. Golf need a new rivalry. Tiger and Phil uh, kind of over with. Here's the thing, though. Bryson is so compelling in his own right. He doesn't need a rival. Not to say that Bryson's the best we know. He's not Neither did Tiger. 
Yeah, but Tiger was winning and he had so many things around him. And yes, you're right. In in just definition of what I said, you are a thousand percent right. Yeah. I think they get there in, in different means by all means, but like that that's what I think golf and, and I can understand why Harry is saying that the PGA wants to distance themselves from this and wants it to go away, is because the golfer should be compelling enough to where like Bryson is a hero as much as he's a villain. People watch him to fail. People watch mm -hmm. him to hit the ball 70 yards off of the tee because he sculled it like we all do as much as they watch him hit the ball 550 with the tailwind off the right, tee right. because they know we'll never be able to do that. <laughs> this is yeah, I mean, that Tiger Phil thing, everybody wanted that to be something. It never materialized, really. Yeah. Well, that's Tiger was just so dom dominant. Yeah, it's right exactly. there. It's, it's materialized, man. I, 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 I like it, man. I like it. You need something like that, you know, to get things going. You need those type of those type of battles, you know, just just, you know, keep it from getting too boring. Mm -hmm. oh, but like that's the thing. Bryson's not boring. Right. There isn't anything about sitting back and watching that guy play golf, especially when he's off. I could just watch him, you know, hit balls on the range for two hours. But here's the thing. Let's break real quick. We'll wrap on the network. We'll get to this hot mic audio in, in overtime. It's the middle across the board. So, Barrett, I, I'm with you, and I, and I think all three of us want to see these guys go back and forth and, and have some sort of battle. But the problem that I think in this sport, more so than anything, is it's not like Joel Embiid and Russell Westbrook where even if Russell Westbrook scores 12 points, he's still impacting the game and he's still out there and he's still a force. What happens if in the first round, which is very likely, one of these two guys shoots a 76 or a 77? You, I think a lot of what golf is in the back and forth is the guys have to back it up on the on the course. And, and that's where I think you and me and Harry and so many people would be so disappointed is if this thing was built up like a Mike Tyson fight. Hey, man, this is the fight of the century. And then he knocks Michael Spinks out in, what, 90 seconds, if that? Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, so it's kind of like what, That's my concern. That's all. It's kind of like, you know, Donovan Mitchell and, and, and the Sixers. You yeah, know, that, that little, that little uh, spat he had. You know, kind of, kind of gets things hyped up. You know, next time they meet, yeah, so right. Next time they meet, so if they meet in the, if they meet in the finals, that'll be a, that'll be a great matchup. Sixers, Jazz, that'll be a great matchup. Simply because it's bad blood already. You know, that's that's already there. So well, where if those guys meet, you know, where sudden, they meet the tide. Yep, sudden death. That, yeah, that's what it would have to be. Now, unfortunately, and, and this is where I go back to the sport itself, and you're just a victim of circumstance. Is it's so difficult to get there. Like, think about what would the odds be of the guys playing together in the final group on Sunday at Torrey Pines? That's what you want. That, yeah, because yeah. then it's it's not forced. It's not manufactured. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Barrett, that's where I think you are yeah. a million percent right. It's just the sport is so difficult to get to that to that point. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. I mean, you'd almost have you'd have to have guys purposely throw a shot or two just to make sure that they can get up there <laughs> and get a kickback from a sponsor or something. Uh -oh, there's what? there's there's been circumstances like that, man, where, you know, that, you know, a, a guy will go and try just do everything they can to instigate something to get back to him. I've, I've yeah. seen it happen before. I've seen it happen before. Yeah, now, you know, we're going to get to this audio in overtime, but this is yeah. becoming a big deal here. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, this is no joke. Uh, this is no joke. I saw Kevin Kincaid and others, right? Everything. Yeah. Jeez, I hate to do it to you, cuz. 
Is this a similar situation to what Shannon Sharp might have done to Julio Jones? Uh, I think that was staged, don't you? You do? Yeah. I don't know. I think that I was wasn't watching it. Me neither. But then I, I watched a, a clip and it, you it, did? It, yeah. It was obviously staged. Mad free. Well, they were making they're making it out like Julio Jones didn't know he was on television. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, he told him like at the very end or something, but I, you could kind of illegal. That, to, that is illegal. Right. Yeah. You have to tell and of all per- people, somebody with a brand and responsibility to protect like a celebrity. Yep. Come on, man. It's like one of those porn videos that tells you this is a random interaction. Presented by Rocket Just happened. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, we got the hot mic for overtime. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited to hear this. Uh, it's just... Uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. We shall see. Calls him Benjamin. We got Great. an hour. We got an hour. We got a minute left on the on the network here before overtime. Is there anything that we missed? Is there anything we need to clean no, up? No, you guys uh, really went out and found as much dirt as you can on me. Maybe Cool Kane yeah. was a gem today. I don't Maybe know about that. She provided. Not just insight on the Sixers as she was talking to the team and Doc and all being the pre-postgame host for the Sixers on NBC Sports Philadelphia, where Barrett, of course, is. But she dropped some nuggets on Barrett Brooks. And she's my safety net. Well, she's what? my safety net. Well, yeah. <laughs> We didn't get John Clark to really dish on Barrett. No, but I don't think they're in the building as much together. Yeah, together. Yeah, okay. yeah John's with the big stick, man. You yeah, know, he's, he's, NBC, he's NBC like, 10. Yeah, that's big money stuff. Amy's like, man, they, they got all this money invested in Barrett. I'm the one keeping them afloat. She does all the work. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Hopefully she's in You have no idea, bro. <laughs> Stop running. We're back in 30. It's the middle. <laughs> if you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. All right, overtime here, and I'll hit you with some of these props before we get out of here, but, man, we got to get to – and I guess where's the best place for the video? Is it Kevin Kincaid? Probably. Right. Or just John Clark's uh, Twitter? No? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It would be uh, John Clark. Now, no. John Shelton on the stream says, Breaking, Bryson has responded to the video via Instagram saying, you know you can fix spikes marks now. I just looked at his Instagram. I didn't see that. That's pretty funny, though, if he the, did. The reporter said, we'll spike this video for you, right? Hmm. No? Because what would that be a response to otherwise? I'm sorry. Well, his disdain for the metal spikes, saying right. that, you know, you can fix spike marks now. Got it. Got it. Which is pretty know. funny if he said that. It's hilarious. You're absolutely right. It's, it's hilarious. Okay. Do you want to find that while we play this audio? Go ahead. I'm looking. Go ahead. You sound like Frank Rizzo on the German voice. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Frank, can I get you information? Go ahead, Frank Rizzo. I'm great with the phones. Are you ready here? Mm-hmm. This is the video that was caught live. Doesn't want to get fouled. He kicks the ball out. That's an assist. Can the NBA? That's an assist. To, to just fight with Howard Eskin. That's like going on Twitter just to fight with people. Like, you should know never to get into a conversation with Howard about the Sixers or anything else outside of the Eagles. That, that's all he's there for, dude. Like, don't, don't start that up. I don't know who he was arguing. Who did with, it? But that person is just as culpable in this. It's like with that old adage, right? If you're arguing with an idiot, what do people see from afar? Two idiots. Two idiots. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to appeal to the to the smarter sense or at least the smarter person in this back and forth and whoever he was arguing with, who I agree with, mind you. I'm just saying, don't don't entertain this with well, what, what did he even say? Because I couldn't hear anything. It was all that music and I couldn't make out what he was saying. Doesn't want to get fouled. Okay. He kicks the ball out. And then the gentleman who he's arguing with is reminding Howard, hey, that's an assist. Like, you have 15 assists in the game. You're responsible for creating 30 points. 
assist. What did he say there? Something about an assist with a free throw. I heard that. What did he say? He dropped an F-bomb on a guy. Now, I, I know Howard to know that he's not saying that to somebody he doesn't know. or Right, 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 right. right, right. He, whoever this is has a good relationship with Howard, which is why I, I held that person accountable in the first place, because if Howard's dropping an FU like that to him in that capacity, and, and Barrett, you know, and if, if Harry, you know Howard, then you know as well, mm -hmm. where he he's not doing that to start a fight with somebody. Right, right, he's right. being like, ah, you know, bleep you, F you. Um, so all going back to this person should have known better to be entertaining this nonsense. We need to find the, who this was and then have them on. Right. That's what we really need, just so that they continue to, to further their point, which is right about Simmons and blast Howard for it. Okay. Is that BLG? No, I don't think so. I mean, hey, uh, what about Nick Sirianni? All he's got to do is talk to the media. You got this guy. Uh, well, all right. So, so knowing all that is going on during that video of Sirianni fist bumping with media members, and you know that that's gonna it might make one you know Howard look bad or whatever or start you know a whole thing. Do you release the audio portion if you're John? Because yeah, you don't yeah. really need the audio there. The video of him, the fist bump, <clears throat> Sirianni's not saying a, a thing. The mic is always hot, man. You're always taught that the mic is always hot. I don't think he cares. I don't think that, you know, anybody cares that Howard was talking. I, I don't think Howard cares about saying, because he's, he's always said that. He's been saying that about Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he says it all the time. He says on the show all the time. So he still you know, has a show. Well, I mean, on the show that he's 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 on at six on I think on Wednesdays or something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for like an hour or something. He, and he goes through the same. He says the same things about Ben. Same exact things about Ben. Him and Ben are not friends. Well, I love the Benjamin stuff. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. J in um, Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> Eskin says that. Uh, That's what he calls him. Yeah, when when he refers to him, he says yes. Benjamin. Yes, he always says Benjamin all the time. Yeah, well, that's that's a ripoff from the Dirk thing. I mean, yeah, on. that's like Jason. Uh, th those guys singing that song at Jason Kelsey. They stole it from soccer fans over mm -hmm. England or right. Britain, depending on where. Now I'm looking here on this Instagram uh, on Kepka's Instagram. I think John Shelton said that uh, Bryson responded to somebody who commented on Kepka's Instagram with that retort about, you know, you can fix spike marks now, but I can't okay. find it. So look, this thing is great. It's going to go yeah. back and forth right here. I love it. Uh, DeGrom is back on the hill tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're taking on the Rockies. Just saw that here. Look, I don't think the Phillies, who is it? Vinny, it's Vinny Velo in Miami against a team that they normally cannot beat. Miami's minus 125. That's workable. That's also workable in a parlay and then some. I, mm -hmm. I think you have to smash 
Miami tonight. I just wanted to make sure that game was, yeah, it's in New York. If it was in Colorado, it's a little different. Rockies are starting somebody uh, just got coming off again in Freeland, right? I don't think he's pitched in a little bit. First start of the season, him. Uh, DeGrom at home and the Marlins at home. That might be an interesting way to go, gentlemen, with a, with a two-play parlay here. Take Miami at home at minus 125. The Mets at minus 255. You can work something with that. All right. I think we're in good shape. You want to hear something really quick on the way out? Oh, here it is. Uh, golfers doing things under that Instagram. Bryson DeChambeau says, you know, you can fix spike marks now with a laughing, crying emoji. John Shelton just sent this to me. Oh, that's fantastic. So it is pretty good. You got, got over 5,000 likes already. Now we got a feud. Look, <laughs> I'm going to give you two things to hammer right now, okay? Just do this, and then we'll talk tomorrow. Go under for Kuzma points, rebounds, and assists, and go under for Andre Drummond points, rebounds, and assists. In fact, if you wanted to throw another one in there, yes, it's a low number at 8.5, but go under, young man. 8.5 points total for Andre Drummond as well. That's that's as simple as I can make it for you, if there's one over that I really like tonight, I would go over the three and a half assists for Kyrie. That's pretty low. Somebody's going to be passing the basketball. It's not all going to be Joe Harris. I promise you that. All right, we're out of here. Anything else you guys want to get out? Uh, no, that's it. Barrett? Got these growth. Nope. All right. Thanks to everybody. Check your email, Barrett. Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> Tomorrow we have Chase Hughes on. Just got confirmation. 1140 in the morning. Chase yeah. covers the Wizards and does a lot of wizard stuff for NBC Sports Washington. Okay. Mm -hmm. so we're going to keep it in the family here and have Chase on tomorrow ahead of the game and then Jeff Parles as well. So keep an eye out. We'll see you tomorrow. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. 
That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.